week spent doing practice runs and planning strategies flew by, and the start date of the extraordinary Gannett Games arrived. The organisation of the Games was impressive. Even the judges wore the same uniform of a red peaked cap and a light blue waistcoat. There even was a Gannett whose only job was to shout, Bing Bong, into a loud hailer. He would then hand the loud hailer over to an older gannet. This gannet had a gravelly voice that made the messages he read out sound particularly important. Gertrude was the first member of Team Four Cliffs into action in the one-legged landing event. Deep breaths, Gertrude, said Gary's dad. He followed his own advice and took a few deep breaths. He felt incredibly nervous too. Ah, for the love of... replied Gertrude. How long must I stand around waiting my turn? Relax, Gertrude. Stay nice and cool. Stay cool? exclaimed Gertrude, wide-eyed. I'm sweating buckets here. The weather had taken a turn for the better. It was unusually warm for that time of the year. The skies above the nine inlets were a beautiful blue and a dazzling, sizzling sun blazed down on the gannets gathered for the egg. Yes, Gertrude, stay cool, said Gary's dad. Just concentrate on your routine. The plan was for Gertrude to use the same routine she performed at the Four Cliffs trials. The gannet responsible for shouting, Bing bong, did his thing and then handed the loud hailer over to the gannet with the gravelly voice, who soon got the nickname Sore Throat. The next competitor, representing Team Forklifts, Gertrude Gannett. That's me! said Gertrude excitedly. She felt her heart racing as she made her way to the starting block. She hopped from one foot to the other, anxiously waiting for the off. A judge waved at the start flag. Gertrude pointed her bill skywards and elegantly flapped her wings twice. She seamlessly rose vertically to a height of 50 metres before she moved horizontally towards the sea stack. She performed ten evenly spaced, stylishly executed horizontal rolls before she transitioned into a straight-up loop-the-loop and exited directly above the sea stack. This time, though, some sweat rolled up into her eyes as she descended. She somehow resisted the urge to rub her stinging eyes with her wings. Instead, she blinked repeatedly as she attempted to land one-legged. Unfortunately, she misjudged her landing slightly and ended up centimetres to the left of the centre of the target. She spread out her wings and remained balanced on her left foot for the required ten seconds. She then courtesied and walked out of the target and awaited her score from the judges. The polite rounds of applause from the watching galleries of Gannets were intermingled with loud whoops and hollers from the members of Team Forklifts. Yahoo! Yahoo! Good girl, Gertrude! Their chanting died down after a minute, and a hush came over the crowd as they waited in anticipation for the judges' results. The judges were impressed and gave Gertrude a score of 9.3. It took a moment for the score to sink in, 
but once she realised how high up the leaderboard the score placed her, she began to get emotional. She put her right wing over her bill and tears welled up in her eyes. She punched the air with her left wing and started to jump up and down on the spot. Gary's da, along with Gary and Gerhardt, rushed over and hugged Gertrude heartily and bounced along with her in her excitement. Only one other gannet, a local from the Nine Inlets, managed a better score. Gary's da watched the victor's routine closely. Funnily enough, his name was Victor. Something about Victor made Gary's da worry. He was big and strong, yet he performed a most nimble and elegant routine, and won convincingly. Still, Gertrude had a podium finish, the first for Team Four Cliffs in four years, and they celebrated her great achievement late into the evening. Day two of the egg was sprint day, a day of mayhem as gannets dashed between sea stacks in a flash of feathers and bills to decide who was the quickest, the fastest gannet on the planet. There were ten heats. The winner of each heat qualified for the final. Hundreds of gannets competed in this event and most sprints ended in photo finishes. Gannets put different coloured lipstick on their bills so that if they were involved in a photo finish, it would be easier to make out the winner. Before Tiny took his place at the starting line of the seventh heat, he went through his pre-race routine. Tickles gave him a quick massage to ensure his wings were loose and that his neck extended to its maximum length. The final part of the routine was to apply lipstick to Tiny's bill. You'll definitely get picked out in a photo finish now said Tickles, once he had finished with the lipstick. It was a horrible snot-green colour, but it did not smell, and that was a blessing for Tiny, and for the other gannets next to him at the start line. Tiny won his heat convincingly, and qualified for the final, which was to be held later in the afternoon. The non-competing members of Team Four Cliffs were in great form. They chanted, Go, Tiny, go! over and over. The final came around very quickly and was over in a flash. The judges called it a photo finish and took ages to decide the outcome. We're all agreed that Snot Green came third, yeah? said the head judge to the other four judges. The other four nodded their heads in agreement. And uh, Pink came second, yeah? And Brown first. Agreed, said the other judges. So, Tiny came third. Another podium finish for Team Forklifts. Another great day. The winner, however, was Victor from the Nine Inlets, the gannet who also won the one-legged landing event.